So I'm Elsa. I'm 24. I live in Hampshire in England um, in a little town called Winchester, which is so beautiful. There's rivers all around and so much nature. I am a women's circle facilitator. I hold retreats and I also am a content creator. Um, I feel a little bit awkward saying that because I never feel that's like who I am, but I realized mm-hmm. recently that that is who I am. So yes, I'm a content creator and a space holder. I love that. Um, I discovered you or I found you on uh, TikTok and I really, really love your videos, especially um, your storytelling and the ones about your women's circles. Have you always enjoyed visual storytelling? I was thinking, um, yes, I have. And I've always looked for something and some way to kind of share the things that I love. I think I always struggled to Mm -hmm. find something that I was easily able to get to other people um, because I wanted to like inspire other people to do things like women's circles and to spend time in nature and to slow down. And it feels like TikTok and Instagram have been the most perfect way to do that in such an accessible way because most people have those things. And also Mm -hmm. to be a bit different because I think a lot of the things that we see on social media are very focused on how we look and I try to stay away from that and do more about how we feel Mm. yeah Mm. definitely I really love that um and I think you communicate that really well through your videos oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) do you also dabble in other mediums of art so yeah I did art um like kind of physical um drawings for a while I was illustrating um mushrooms because I kept having these like amazing vivid dreams about magic mushrooms um Mm -hmm. and like just the expansion I think I was reading um a book and I can't remember what it's called but I was reading a book and I also was watching a lot about mushrooms and they just infiltrated my brain so I started doing so much um artwork around mushrooms but it I didn't feel true calling to continue that uh, just mm. because my biggest flaw is that I'm so impatient and it was taking so long. Um, yeah, I definitely am someone who seeks like immediate gratification. Whereas with like videos, I could film and, and edit and upload that same day, and I loved that process. So, yeah, as much as I love art, I keep that for myself now and less of like a business thing. That's cool. Yeah, I also like to paint as well and draw and things like that. Mm. But I I totally get what you're saying. It's really fun. Um, like going out and filming things and then coming home and being able to play around with videos. Yeah, definitely. What kind of art do you do? Um, I like gouache and watercolor. Oh, cool. Yeah, I went to a Waldorf school growing (gasps) up. So we did like a lot of different types of things like that. Wow, that must have been incredible. That's like my dream. If I have kids, definitely want to. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Me too. Wow. It was really fun. Um, Yeah, my sister also went. So it was a really cool experience. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. I have to talk more to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what inspires you? My biggest inspiration is definitely the land around me. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I source all of my inspiration just from going on walks, but also from the women in my life. I have so mm-hmm. many beautiful um, like friendships that just inspire me to grow and to like really harness all of the things I'm interested in so kind of a combination of like the beautiful landscape plus women ideally both in the same time um (laughs) I feel like my most inspired but also just like yeah actually 
social media is a huge inspiration for me. I feel like it's inspired me to do things that I wouldn't have done before. Um, but also kind of just being intuitive and just being around nature. I think going on walks, going on swims, climbing trees, I feel like my most inspired there. Have you always had this deep connection to the earth? I so I was actually having a conversation with my mum recently because I wondered like what my childhood was like because I kind of couldn't remember and she said mm-hmm. that from childhood we literally spent every day in nature like she didn't really buy us toys she wasn't like big on like day trips she would literally just let us go and play and so when I was younger I was playing so much in nature I remember I used to love making little potions, like crushing up chalk and like daisies and making little potions. Um, And then through my like teenagehood, I completely pushed that away because it wasn't cool anymore. And Mm. there were way cooler things to do, like go shopping and wear makeup and do loads of like, I don't know, materialistic things. And then kind of after like a difficult period, I returned back to nature. So it really feels like Mm. a return. yeah a return to my kind of true self Mm. I love that I feel like a lot of people are kind of in the same boat right now too Mm. and it's really cool seeing people's journeys yeah definitely and to just like it's almost this it's this remembrance right it's remembering Mm -hmm. what it was to feel this connection and to feel this safety and love that you can from the earth And not to seek it from external validation or through, like, buying things. Like, realising that the beauty of, like, the world is right there. Like, just waiting for us is, like, the most magical thing. I think it's so cool. And I think um, because it's pretty accessible for a lot of people, too, just being able to go outside wherever you are Mm. um, is, like, such a cool way to centre yourself and... Like calm your nerves and take care mm. of your mental health. A hundred percent. I I hope that I think one of the positive things of like the whole lockdown point that we were in was that people were able to slow down and spending more time doing things like going for walks. And I think that was like a really pivotal point in a lot of people's lives for mm-hmm. returning back to nature because suddenly like other things didn't matter and you weren't able to do the things that you wanted to do. But that was all you had, right? You had your one walk yeah. or whatever you had. And for me, that definitely was a huge point of, like, slowness and reconnection, for sure. What does conscious living look like to you? Mm, It's being present in everything that I do. Just observing and witnessing and trying not to be living in the future or the past so really just like noticing okay I'm here I'm walking here this is what I'm doing this is what I can see this is what I can hear and so involving in that in every aspect of my life you know like making a cup of tea is such a beautiful conscious ritual because you go over to the water you pour the water you boil it you pick your herbs you find a mug that feels really good in your hand and you drink it and I think it's not really anything crazy it's just doing everyday things with presence Mm -hmm. and with breath Mm -hmm. and not trying to just move on to the next thing or think about the things that I've got to do or the things I haven't done it's being like okay I'm here right now because that's really all that exists 
is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but also consciousness in terms of the earth and being as sustainable as I can, you know, like doing practices that aren't harmful um, to the earth and trying to kind of pick that up in all areas of my life, whether it be like clothing or traveling or anything like that. It's just being very conscious about the decisions that I make um, and trying to help other people to do the same because, you know, one person isn't going to make a difference, but as a collective, we can. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, do you feel like that's something you learned growing up too or something you've started picking up now? Mm. I think, as I mentioned before, with like childhood, those memories are so there was no distraction it was just Mm -hmm. like us in nature like my siblings or my friends um but I think awareness of like how the earth is changing and like Mm -hmm. societal pressure has almost made me like really push it away and be like okay I'm not gonna follow that I'm just gonna stick with what feels good for me and follow on from there and just trying to trying to find presence wherever I can and I think it's yeah I don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I think that's so important I think that's like such a hard lesson to learn um when we're living in a world that's so busy and Mm. all about the next thing yeah it feels like that it feels like there's a pressure all the time you know to like and my friend was telling me recently, it was a very good anecdote. She was like, imagine we're on this mountain. Like, you don't always have to be climbing the mountain. You can just, like, chill out on the mountain for a bit. Like, you're still up <laughs> there, you know? You haven't fallen down. But you don't have to keep yeah. growing. And I think that is such a beautiful reminder of being slow and being in the moment. It's like, okay, I can just be here. I don't have to grow today. I can just, like, rest in this in this day. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, talking about resting, like, how do you show compassion for yourself, especially when holding space for other people? I think for me, that's about like carving out time for myself. Um, Mm -hmm. for me, that looks like mornings and evenings, like super sacred time for me. Like I get up probably like two or three hours before I need to like start getting ready. And I'll Mm -hmm. use that time to really sit with myself to do my practices, whether that be like my yoga flow or meditation or making myself breakfast or being outside and then the evenings it's like taking a really good bath (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and just being with myself because I also work in a cafe so I'm like always giving a hundred percent of my like happy self out all the time and then like doing that (laughs) you feel me (laughs) yeah um yeah it's a lot and it's you know it's being like on all the time and then kind of accompanied that by like holding space, like more sacred spaces, it can be really, you know, it's a lot energetically and I feel energy a lot and I have to do a lot of practices to really ground my energy. Like, I think that's one of the main reasons that I don't wear shoes that often is because I really need that like grounded (laughs) self um, energy and like to just be like, okay, I'm here, I'm here right now. Um, But yeah, compassion, I think it's just taking things slow and trying to, not force things to happen and also taking time to recover because sometimes like circles can be hard and they can be really heavy and it's Mm. just being like okay I'm only one person and I can only do so much and I can only offer myself up so much um but that I'm doing enough and I also have a very very supportive partner who gives me a lot of cuddles and cooks me dinner every day and I would not be able to do it without him honestly (laughs) (laughs) 
That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I just started working retail again. Ooh. And so, ooh, and I also work in a farmer's market. Okay. So it's like, it's really fun and so great being around creative people. But I totally understand, like, having to be on, smiling, like, yeah. trying to make a connection with everyone around you pretty much oh but i bet you do make some wonderful connections at the farmer's market that's yeah it's so cool (laughs) meeting so many people that are coming in and like hearing their stories and things like that it's been really awesome wow i love that what do you sell um i work with a husband and wife the wife does a jewelry and then the husband makes these shirts using bleach and coffee which is really interesting and he does like all these different unique designs. Wow, that's so cool. Like a kind of dyeing process? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I love that for you. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> so it's been really great. I just started this job like a month ago, and I've been loving it so far. Oh, I'm so happy. I hope that you, like, are able to take time for yourself, though, because I know it's, oh, it's a lot. <laughs> it definitely. I'm like, they're like, oh, do you want to come in and work on Fridays? I'm like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> that's my <day. laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I think I need a rest. <laughs> yes, yes. Honor your rest. So important. So many people get trapped. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll do everything you want. Or you have to just yeah. be like, no, sorry, I'm not free. That's mm-hmm. a new day. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. That, saying, that's a lot to do that, honestly. Thank you. Yeah, saying, learning how to say no to people and like setting boundaries is definitely really important yes. when it comes to like retail and working with others. <laughs> yes. Hats to that. <laughs> <laughs> How has herbalism and foraging changed your daily life? Ooh, I think with um, with herbalism, that was like really a cool because I was like suffering um, with a lot of pain. And so I like really needed to find something because mm. like I'm really kind of not into traditional medicine like sorry not Mm -hmm. traditional medicine like pharmaceutical medicine um because I've had a lot of Mm -hmm. negative experience with it personally I think it's wonderful for like emergencies but personally don't vibe with it so it was something that I needed to find something else and so I started learning about herbs um I had like a nutritionist at the time and she kind of introduced me to things and then that was like accompanied by foraging because I was like oh my Mm -hmm. god I can find that stuff like five minutes from my house Um, yeah which is like wild and you know literally wild because it's all growing wild it's there it's free and it's so dense in nutrients and yet it's like neglected um Mm -hmm. and I think part of that was me like you know each season like looking around being like wow okay so I can use this flower for this and this will do this and then I'll be able to heal from that and like actually seeing the benefits I was like oh my god this is so cool um get so excited when I talk about herbs because I just think like yeah and forming like really strong relationships with like a a couple of herbs I think that's what it's been for me and like really going Mm -hmm. deep onto them um like right now for me nettle is like such an ally and Mm -hmm. it's such a big part of my life um and yeah learning like all the wisdom and all the folk around it like oh my god I think everyone has the capacity to like get this knowledge you know you you don't Mm -hmm. have to learn from a book like you can just go for a walk pick a flower and like learn just from being there and it's this like amazing like herbalism is is storytelling right it's been Mm -hmm. passed down from like the wisest witches um all our ancestors will have used these herbs and I think in our like day and age we're just like oh it's a weed gross 
but actually being mm-hmm. like okay what can we learn from like this plant and what can we learn from our ancestors who like wanted us to have it right but mm-hmm. yeah the coolest thing <laughs> yeah I I'm starting to get into it too and it's like crazy going outside and being like oh wow I know what this is and this is grows right next to my house and it's like all around us yeah and also like it's so lovely to have that knowledge right to be like mm -hmm. really knowledgeable like tell your friends (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I also again back to like storytelling it's really interesting to see how different cultures use different herbs and um like looking at your own heritage and what your people use too is really cool yeah, definitely. I think that's something I'd love to go deeper into. Like, I think ancestral wisdom is, wow, like, yeah, the coolest thing that we've been <laughs> ever given. And yet we don't ever look into it. So, yeah. Oh, I hope that you I like agree. go deeper into that. That's really cool. Yeah, I hope so, too. I definitely am like finding time to do a lot more reading and like talking to people in my community about it. Mm. Find the elders they know everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes (laughs) the wise book (laughs) yeah my grandma's like my best friend okay I'm gonna hang out with you today (laughs) that is so that's the that's the vibe we all want right (laughs) yeah like the cozy grandma slow life spending Mm -hmm. time like just gardening and like making baked cookies and yeah yeah love that (laughs) um have you always felt called to create intentional spaces? Not always. Um, I think it came about like, so I started holding women's circles when I was about 18. So like, that's what I'm thinking your meaning with like spaces um, and stuff like that, because I honestly just had no female friends. Like I had a boyfriend and I kind of just left a very horrible relationship and kind of with that relationship, there was like friendships attached and so when I left Mm. that friendship I was suddenly like oh my god I don't know any women um who I like or like me or are into any of the same things so I started creating these little women's circles in my living room and like inviting a few people that was like maybe they would be into the same stuff as me and that was like that was it then and then I suddenly realized like I could actually bring people forward and what the reason they wanted to come was because they were thinking oh okay we get to like sit in this beautiful room and like I would decorate it all nicely with like candles and plants and and people would feel safe and like the most magic happened in those spaces and I think that's like come forward in all of life actually now I'm just saying that I remember when I was a kid I loved like decorating my room that was like my favorite thing to do like mm-hmm. putting fairy lights, putting quotes on the wall, like making somewhere feel safe because I often didn't feel safe. So it's like, mm-hmm. wow, just realized that that's really cool. <laughs> um, making a safe place for you and for your friends or for the women in your life, like to just be and not have interference is, mm-hmm. is, is wild and something that I never thought that I would have. And to be able to create that now is really, really special. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I watch your videos um, about your women's gathering, and they're so beautiful, and it seems like so peaceful, and everyone's like at ease and kind of like fully themselves. Yeah, it's so cool. It feels like that, and I think that's really hard because it's it you know being yourself is 
you know, something we don't get to experience often and being ourselves without judgment and without like, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of front that we put on in like retail spaces or like with our parents or with friends that we've had for a long time. You know, it's it's a very different energy and for women to feel safe in my space feels like, oh, I could cry. Like, I can't believe that that I'm able to do that. And I think it's something that so many people are able to do. Um, and so I hope that more people start doing it. I hope mm-hmm. that maybe the videos, even if people can't come to mine, it inspires them to hold their own. Because, like, yeah, we need it. Definitely. Like, women need this <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, what happens at these circles? Uh, so they kind of change. Um, it depends. So I hold a circle with people that I know, which is just, like, um, an exchange. So we basically all bring a practice, which is my favorite way to do a circle. So... Mm-hmm. I will usually pick a theme, whether that's like a seasonal theme or like a a word that I feel like cool to at the time. And then everybody will bring something on that theme. So we did like a Beltane one and everybody brought things that like was spring, like feeling into the essence of spring. So we did mm-hmm. like painting, we did we had little cookies. Um I held a meditation for everyone. My friend did ecstatic dance for us, which was so cool. Uh, another friend did like sound healing. Uh, we read poetry. We like sang songs. I mean, we just basically do every medium possible. Um, and it ends up going on for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> uh, but basically just sharing like our passion. So I'll just invite everybody to share something that they feel mm. That is within them to share. Uh, whereas if it's like a circle that I'm just holding on my own, it looks more like uh, usually always a guided meditation and then I will invite sharing. So really all the sharing is is just a chance for women to speak. So we all pass mm-hmm. around like a stone and you have like as long as you need to just talk, to just express anything that's coming up for you. Uh, so we'll do that and then sometimes we'll do oracle cards if we all feel like we need answers to answers to some questions. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah just kind of see where it goes sometimes crafting sometimes food sometimes drinks like it really just flows with the energy of the group so yeah Mm -hmm. that's really cool I like I really like the idea of people bringing in um, what they're passionate about and sharing it Mm. I think it's really cool because especially if you have a job that doesn't like fit with that like I have friends who Mm -hmm. work in like you know typical nine-to-five job and they've got this little passion that they really love and they never get to share it with people so it's like a nice opportunity for them to to yeah share it with people who are really listening and really there for it Mm -hmm. yeah that's so cool Uh, when do you feel most at home Mm. I feel most at home with my women for sure uh Mm -hmm. the vision that came to mind was like being on top of the hill near my house uh which is like covered in trees just lying down like in the arms of one of my friends or with my boyfriend uh just breathing yeah Mm -hmm. I think I feel most at home with not my family but my my kind of new family right people that I've connected with now I feel so safe and held with them I think anytime that I feel held whether that be like physically or within a space, I feel mm-hmm. really, yeah, settled into home. Mm. That's so nice. I feel like that's something that is really hard to find too. 
And so it's really cool to be able to create that for yourself when you're young. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people really struggle to find what home means for them. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when it, if the family unit isn't something that they feel safe within, like realizing that the idea of home can come from, you know, something else and and a new, new family. Um, There's like this song that I love to listen to and it, it says like one line that's like, we are an old family, we are a new family, stronger than before. And I love listening to it because it just reminds me that family and, and home and safety can mean so many different things. Um, mm-hmm. And that we can let go of, we can let go of ideas that we had before. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Oh, so many things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I'd tell her to eat. She didn't eat anything. Um, tell her to eat. I mean, I know that that would have made her angry, but I would have told her to eat mm-hmm. and eat nutrient-dense foods and that I promise you that you are going to get better. Um, I'd tell her that life is so beautiful. Like, oh, my God. Like, that she doesn't need to – she doesn't need to do anything. She can just be who she is. Um, I would just tell her that like good times are coming um, and that she's like definitely been through the worst like it's not going to get any worse than that it's only going to mm-hmm. get better um, and I tell her to follow the people that she that she loves and to really tune into them um, oh, wow I'm, it's, it's actually crazy I think about her a lot and she's so so different to me now <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. but she's not that far away you know she's only like five six years away but she was so scared and so lost and yeah she was struggling but I I would just tell her to spend more time outside um and to just trust herself because it's gonna get better yeah and just to eat more (laughs) (laughs) eat more food it's always going to be better if you eat more food yeah <laughs> oh, dear. I love that need to, have more, need to have more chats with her what would you tell your 18 year old self Ooh, oh my gosh I feel like I ask this question so much but I never really sit with it myself um, but I feel like I definitely tell myself that definitely to go outside more even though I was I was always a kid that was outside but I think I would tell myself to pay attention and be more centered and present and also that probably when it comes to like school and education, things like that, to not be as hard on myself and that my worth isn't from like my output of what I can like offer to other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. I forget, yeah, like, education. That, like, really, when you're 18, that's, like, the biggest thing, right? And then when you leave it, you're like, oh, it didn't really matter. Yeah. (laughs) My well-being is way more important than all of that. Yeah, I just finished, like, five years of college. And I'm in this space where I'm like, oh, this is so weird. Because it's kind of like the what now, but also the, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And maybe, like, that doesn't everything that I learned isn't necessarily like super important you know yeah so I'm trying to kind of like be like what I who I am right now and like the things I know is like enough 
And it's okay if I'm, like, not necessarily where I thought I was going to be after school. Oh, 100%. Like, this timeline is so weird. <laughs> we just have to Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think once you realize that, like, time is such a strange concept and that you oh, don't yeah. have to be doing what everyone else is doing and it's, like, completely fine. And that days just kind of go by and you can just sort of live it out and see what happens. And, like, I think with education, it's almost like the unlearning of everything that you learn in order Mm -hmm. to like step into adulthood or whatever that looks like for you I think for me stepping into adulthood is just actually just reverting back to childhood (laughs) and doing all the things that like I didn't do because I was so desperate to grow up and being like actually no I think instead of doing stuff today I'm just gonna go dance in in the field and that's enough (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I love that and I think it's so cool to like have that realization and also going back to like rest and things like that being able to be like you know actually today I'm just gonna sit back and like feel myself out and like do what makes me happy yes definitely do what makes you happy every day like carve out time for rest I think Mm -hmm. this society there's like no rest and especially if you're somebody that lives like or wants to or is aiming to live like cyclically like as a woman like most of our mm-hmm. month is meant to be rest. Well, I feel like yeah. <laughs> you know, in two weeks I'm like I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with that and just being knowing that's enough. I think it's so many people I know find it so hard to carve out that time, and they're like, "How do you? How do you find any time to carve out rest?" And I'm like, I just prioritize it. Like it's number one mm-hmm. because if we're not well rested, nothing works properly. You know, it's like health. If you're not healthy, you can't live a good life and knowing that rest is equal to if not more than working and building your career or money or whatever it is and it's in rest that you will find yourself for sure yeah definitely yeah well so nice talking to you I'm so glad we were able to find this time yeah me too sorry that I was such a nightmare and <laughs> getting back to you but I finally oh, no, got okay. the time <laughs> I'm, despite being like on my phone with like content messaging I just really struggle with so I'm really really happy that I got to speak to you so lovely and your voice also I love your voice it's oh, very thank calm. you <laughs> oh my goodness it's you know how like everyone kind of feels weird about their, the sound of their voice oh, and yeah. recordings and things like that I I used to work um in radio oh, and wow. I would like yeah and I would like go back and hear my voice and I'm like that's who I sound like honestly you have a beautiful voice like it's like honey. thank you <laughs> I probably sound very nasally because I have like really bad hay fever but your your voice <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I hope you have a really great rest of your day and we'll definitely like catch up later and like talk about Waldorf education. Oh my and gosh. All that. Definitely. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye. See ya.